I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and, and that's, that's Grayson. Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Good morning and welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle, one piece at a time. I'm Sean, your host, alongside my co-host and beautiful wife, Alexandria. (laughs) How are you, babe? Hey, everyone. I'm doing good, babe. How are you? I'm doing very well today. Good. Happy to hear it. Yeah. Uh, We have had, thanks to you guys, we've had a huge, you know, uh, growth in our listener base and everything over the past you know, a month or so, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty amazing. We're Exciting. really happy, really excited, and, you know, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, we're so grateful for each and every one of you for giving us your time every day. Yeah. Or however often you guys listen. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about choosing a provider mm-hmm. and choosing a therapist, you know, things you want to consider when you're making that decision, because it's pretty important. Very important. And obviously, like, there's a lot of different types of therapists out there and providers that have, you know, different belief systems and stuff like that. So you need to make sure, you know, you're making the decision that's right for you. Exactly. All right. So let's get into it. So we're going to intertwine our personal things of our personal experience. Yeah. We did. We look for you. Exactly. So I would say probably the first thing that we did. Um, let's start with EI because some of you guys might be just starting out. So with EI, it, we didn't know Grayson had autism. Um, we, it started as a speech delay, as if you guys listened to previous episodes. We've spoken a lot about that. Um, but it started as a speech delay, and it was, you know, the pediatrician that had given me the information and um, forwarded the number to me from the state. Um, and that's who I called. So didn't really have to find them as far as that. Usually that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Pediatrician will give you a number, you'll call them and they kind of push you out to companies like not companies, I would say, but yeah, companies that are through the state that work with early intervention. Um, but they're yeah. not, they don't really work for the state. Well, it's an independent corporation. Exactly. Just thank, a you. Contract. thank you. Thank they you. They have a contract to, with the state to exactly. do all of their early intervention work. Right. And at that time, I didn't know there were multiple things. So you yeah. won't even get into that. Like, usually they're like, okay, we have this appointment date available. They're not sitting there like, okay, so we have 10 companies that are early intervention and you're going to pick one. Usually it's not like that. So they just sent whoever, and I thought, okay, I guess that's all that there is. Yeah, we didn't realize that for and a long time. And we didn't, until he was coming out of it, that yeah. we knew there was other comp- other independent contractors and yeah. stuff. So you do have um, options. Don't let them think you don't. Yeah, because they're not going to mention that, most likely. Um, yeah, and then things just took from there, you know, and then they sent out the therapist, availability, and that was the end of that. Um, then... Changing the notch if your child is a little bit older, out of early intervention, and let's say you're doing ABA or any other kind of therapy. Usually how that works is you can do your own search. So, you know, what I did was pretty much go to Google and whatever therapy you're looking for, look for therapy companies in your state. I would do like a state search because usually they service all of, you know, our services three or four states around us so you want to look something like that and just kind of do your research see what other people are saying look them up on instagram see how many people they have 
um, see how popular they are and what other people are saying. Um, and then how I kind of recommend after that is they come out for an evaluation and you kind of feel it out. Go with your gut. You know, just kind of sit there, observe, and see what company seems right to you. When we started, I did three or four companies just for ABA evaluations, and I said I'm going to do three or four, and then I'm going to decide. Yeah. So. And, you know, not every company is created equal. I mean, first, like, you want to make sure that uh, the people coming out for the evaluation, like, they're the first people you have an interaction with, so you want to make sure they're, you know, they care about your opinions about things and your input. Not, you know, some providers and, you know, BCBAs are going to, like, they're going to be pushy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're going to want to push to do what they feel is best in that situation. But, you know, as a parent, you need to be comfortable with that, too. And you want your input to be heard by them and taken into consideration and implemented. You know what I mean? So. Absolutely. And you guys will know. Like, you just know. I remember the actually the first company I went with was the one I chose um, because they really had an understanding for Grayson and I could see that they wanted to understand him. It wasn't just like, nope, this is how it is. And they really listened to everything I had to say. And that's all that was the most important thing that I was looking for at that time. So go by your gut. Also, you know, if a therapist comes out, let's say they work fantastic with your child, but you're not crazy about them. Um, let's not say it's like a, you know, where you don't trust them that they're going to hurt your child or something like that. But let's just say it's little things that kind of annoy you or whatever it may be. Make yourself aware of what's most important for your child at that time. If the therapist is great for him, but there's just some things you don't like, try to get past those things because, you know, I never looked at that I always thought as long as they work it's not about me as long as they work great with Grayson that's all that matters um so you know unless I said it's something important that you just you know don't feel comfortable at all um so yeah and and you want you also want um like BCBAs that are open to different ideas mm -hmm. and I think those two things go hand in hand you know right you know the idea of um being open to considering alternative therapies like biomedical or sensory integration therapy or whatnot, you know what I mean? And stuff like that. Cause not, you know, not every BCBA believes in that. It's some of them are, it's ABA or nothing. It's rigid. Yeah. And I will say, and and Sean's right. You know, a lot of the companies, ABA, they don't talk about sensory at all. It, it doesn't even come up. Whereas our ABA company, thank God, we were really lucky with the BCBA that we have, and she takes Grayson's sensory needs into consideration greatly. Um, half of our therapy is around his sensory needs so that he can focus. Yeah. Without that, they know Grayson would not be on point, so we kind of have to address that and, and include that into our therapy, but most are not like that. So if your child has sensory needs, make sure that is a question that you are asking during the evaluation. How do you guys feel if you're going the approach of ABA? Um, and... Make sure, you know, a lot of the therapists, I will say, a lot of them actually don't have experience. A lot of them are not even certified or even have any kind of certification. Of course. Um, They're kind of just, they're looking for a job and that's the end of that. They get hired and that's it. I did not know that starting out until one day I was talking to our therapist 
And he's like, no, I'm not certain. I'm like, really? Like, so I can just walk in there and get a job? And he's and, like, yeah. And our therapist right now is really good. I oh, mean, yeah. He's got experience. Lots of experience. doesn't have a certification. Right. But he also has a degree in psychology. Which exactly, helps. which is important because so, a lot of times there's dual diagnosis and it all depends what you're working with here. Um, and that's another thing. If your child is dual diagnosed, you want somebody who has experience in these things. We had uh, one therapist that came out just started, had no idea, and she kind of said to me, well, if he doesn't want to do it, that's it. I'll just sit there here and blow bubbles all day. And I thought, this isn't a good fit because I need, Grayson Grayson needs more discipline than that. I know how he tries to get away with things, and that's never yeah. going to work for him. And that was the end of that. See you later, I told our BCBA. And you don't even have to do the dirty work. Like, you either talk to your BCBA or call the company and let them know it's not working out, and you never see that person again. It's done. They never come to your house again. You know, you're not firing them or anything like that. So unless, I guess it's the you know, BCBA. Still, you'd have yeah. tell them. Yeah, don't, and don't waste your time. Like No, don't. Giving too long to a therapist that's not really working out. Yeah. You know, sometimes they may not have another therapist to come out and take their place right away. Right. You might be waiting a while. That's very true. So, like, you don't want to, like, wait, for, you know, give them a lot of time then want to switch and not have anybody and have to wait a few weeks or a month or two months. Exactly. And then all of a sudden it doesn't work out again. Before you know it, six, eight, ten months go by. Like, and you're wasting time. And this kind yeah. of time is just so critical that you, there's no there's no time to waste time. So you kind yeah. of have to just, you know, yeah. get on with it. And it's not, you know, another good thing is, um, you know, you don't want a BCBA and a therapist that always agree on everything all the time. Yeah, you know, yeah you, I mean... Obviously, you don't want them arguing about it, but no, like the fact that they, they bring to different perspectives to the table... And and they compromise. That's the important thing. Um, and I will say, you know, we run into that sometimes, and, you know, even right now, like, our therapist is very, very good. Um, he's rigid, but he doesn't play around. But he's exactly what Grayson needs, and he's gotten us so far to where we need to be. Um, however, I will say, ABA right now, and I want to do an, an episode on this soon, certain ABA companies are starting to change um, spectrums of how they are practicing and certain things, and I want to kind of fill you guys in on that and update you. But what I'm saying is not all BCBAs are going to look into things like that. They're going to say, okay, this is the way it is, and that's it. Whereas right now, our BCBA is saying, hold on a second, research and statistics are showing this for this program. We're going to switch it now. I just took classes in this, and we're going to start practicing this with Grayson. You want therapists and providers who are open to change and open to doing what is right for the child and not what they have learned. They have to be flexible and open-minded. Yeah, I think flexibility is one of the probably the biggest qualities yes. that they need to have. Yes. You know? Absolutely. And like I said, the other one was taking into consideration the parents' opinions and thoughts, you know, because mm -hmm. that, you know, if they're not going to Because you that, know like, your child yeah, the best. You're going to end up feeling uncomfortable with something uh -huh. and then you're going to have to move on from that therapist. It's And I'll be honest, sometimes, you know, yeah. me and Grayson's therapist will butt head sometimes. I remember, you know, a couple times that he'll say something and I'll say, no, I, d I don't agree, though, you know, and we'll kind of go at it a little bit. But he's the best thing for a Grayson. And and we know, OK, it's Monday morning. Let's get our, you know, things out now. And then and then we're we're great, you know, so you're always going to bump heads. You see these people more than your family. 
And that's okay, because you're not going to always get along with everybody, you know, especially yeah. when it comes to your child and you're wanting different things. A lot of parents, it's very, very hard um, for them to sit through ABA because they always want to jump in or they don't agree with something. Um, I think that's the biggest thing providers run into um, trouble with. So even though things sometimes bother me, I just sit there because I know he knows what he's doing. Um and I, I don't get involved yeah. sometimes. You yeah. know, I just observe, so... I think you just got to decide where you're going to... Yeah. Make your... Place your boundaries. You know what I mean? What mm-hmm. is acceptable. Right. And what's... You know, what crosses the line, so to speak. You exactly, I mean? yeah. Obviously, if your kid's getting hurt or, like... Oh, yeah. Being, you know, abused and so, or something like that... I right. Mean, obviously, you, you draw your line. Oh, but, yeah, that's unacceptable always, you know, no matter what. I mean... You do want a certain amount of follow-through on certain things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, you know holding, the, holding your kid to that standard, you know, a standard of completing whatever the task is, as simple as it may be, I think it's important because they're going to learn how to get out of stuff if you don't. So yeah. there's a fine line, you know. Follow through. There's a fine line also between being too rigid and not being rigid enough. You know what I mean? Yes. There's a... There is a place in the middle. And I think our per, our personal therapist was very, very rigid when he started with oh, us. Oh, yeah. Completely And I think he's changed. a little different now. He is, yeah. For sure. He's definitely... More open to things yeah. and everything. Yeah. We've changed him. Like he had a guard him. up. We've he had a guard him. up. Yeah. Grayson changed him. He did, yeah. Grayson changed him. fell in him. love with Grayson. <laughs> it's so funny because when Grayson hits on the AAC device, I love you <laughs> to him... He's like, the one day he's like, I don't say this to anybody, kid, but I love you too. And I'm like, oh, Grayson, you broke him. <laughs> broke him down. Watch out. Yeah. Yeah. So they, you know, that leads them to having a good relationship too. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. And I get it. As a parent, it's hard too sometimes to even follow through all the time. You're with mm-hmm. your child 24 hours a day. Like, you know, that's another thing. You want to have therapists that, and BCBAs and organizations that understand you know, what the parents are going through and, like, understand that, like, whatever we do in therapy, they they have to live with for the rest of their lives. Right. Right. You know what I mean? It is their lives. We go home. So if we make their life significantly harder and impossible for them to follow through all the time... Yeah. Like, you're just setting everybody up for failure then. Right. You know what I mean, well, too? we're home. We it. don't go home. They go home. That's what I mean. We have it 24 hours a day. And that's another thing. You always want them to take your family into consideration. Like... You know, I remember sometimes EI was like, okay, do it like this. Listen, I know one or two times if you're in the middle of doing laundry, you're just going to give it to them. You know, I get that. They have to understand everyday life, too, sometimes. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. But, I mean, you know, there's a, there are a lot of good therapists out there. There's a lot of bad therapists out there, too, so. Just like with anything. But, you know, you have to do your research, and you really have to connect inside what you feel is right for you and your child, your family. Yeah. You know, and go from there. Exactly. And I think that's the best way to go about it. You will know what's right as a parent and you will, you'll just know. So. Yeah. You may not think so, but. Yeah. Your instincts and intuition and all that will kick in. So. Yeah. Just like anything else. So just create your boundaries, know what they are, you know, once therapy starts. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, stick to them. Yeah. We support you, whatever they are. Yeah. If you have any questions about any kind of therapies or, you know, you want to know more about 
process and steps that you should take or even just advice, please feel free to reach out to us at buildingthepuzzle at yahoo.com and we would love to talk to you guys. Yeah, Um, share your experience with us. We may be able to, you know, share some wisdom of our, you know, with our experiences from you, especially, you know, I feel like when we connect with other people, you know, we think about things a little bit differently too sometimes. Right. You know, even us, uh, you know, anybody we connect with. Yeah. You know on that level so and we also do a support call every tuesday so let's say you don't want to send an email or you know whatever the reason may be you can always get onto our support call um our information is posted in the show notes mm-hmm. yeah. um we do it every tuesday it's on the website yep From, eight o'clock mm-hmm. it's uh, approximately a half hour mm-hmm. you can remain anonymous um, or you could just call there's not a lot of people on it right now we're really trying to get the word out there but it's every Tuesday, and if you want, you know, it's kind of one-on-one right now. So you can call in, and we can answer your questions one-on-one. Um, and that way it's a little bit more individualized and stuff. Yeah. So. And, you know, check out the YouTube channel. We're doing a lot with that right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Autism Building the Puzzle on YouTube, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so buildingthepuzzle.com, and you will find... All of the support information under where to find us. So everything's listed there for you. Yeah. And then just go follow us on Instagram and Facebook under Building the Puzzle. And that shall be it. Yeah, awesome. Well, it was fun. Yeah, thanks Um, guys for tuning in again. Yeah, and I guess we'll see you in the next episode. Mm -hmm. Have a great day. For Autism, Building Building the the Puzzle, one piece piece at at a time. time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing off. Take care, everybody. building the puzzle we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays well if you're in new jersey you're in luck the speech paradigm has you covered they're helping children overcome speech challenges all across new jersey they offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy please reach out to them you can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com could reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson and Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, they can be reached at Grayson-Company dot myshopify.com as well as on facebook and instagram as well as etsy on etsy they can be found at grayson and company toys